I, 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 have, a, Into the I only have about 18 minutes before my mom comes. So sorry. <laughs> so there's Part two of the messiest podcast <laughs> ever recorded. There's this weird pyramid structure and Nate and Lisa are in there and she's touching evolved. it. She's, she's touching it, but she's also saying that she understands where he's coming from because he, he, it feels like he blindsided her before, but now she's like, I'm not happy either. Do you want to say hi, Will? You, you, it's too late, babe. There you are. Um, I will. Ugh, hilarious. Complete with dad jokes and everything. All sorts of people. That's all I got. That's, all I got. That's his specialty. <laughs> um, Lisa admits that neither of them are happy. She wanted him to change, but that's not fair to both of them, but they had to try. And it seems like they're having this like amicable, amicable breakup. But then Nate says, well, maybe what if we just start from a different place and stop pretending? Can I say something here? I actually like his plan B, but I made note that Simone and I had a conversation the other day about an ex-boyfriend of mine. And she was like, the, with the, we had to try and she was like, but wasn't, I was like, it was a poor choice. I chose this one dude over a bunch of other options at the time. And he probably, and you guys probably witnessed in real time that it wasn't the smartest choice. And Simone seemed to think that like the love we shared, the time we had together should have been worth it. And I was like, uh, it's kind of how I felt about it. So when she was like, it's good. We tried, they have a baby. It's a different situation, but I see both the beautiful side that Simone sees, like it's good that we tried. And then they also like, or are you just wasting my time? Anyway. I do too. I mean, I, I like that he's trying to start a new chapter here. He mm-hmm. says like, we can be friends. And she's like, do you want to be lovers? And he says, uh-huh. I hated that. Sorry. <laughs> the Please term lovers? Me. Yeah. No. Gross. <laughs> Was she, should have been like, were we still going to bang it out? Like, is there a better way she could have phrased that for you? I don't know, but... I do think the pyramid is cool and I know that the pyramid shape is supposed to have all these meanings and I thought it was interesting that they were in a triangle when the third leg of their love triangle comes in (laughs) they welcome Brenda on in and I'm like why would she come in she opens the door and it makes such a loud noise and she kind of like shakes a little bit Rachel is still killing it as a comedian and then she has to crawl in which is kind of embarrassing i mean they had to crawl in too but it's kind of funny to see her you know groaning yeah, and crawling um you're the the resident artiste brianna what's this about like it's modeled after ancient blah blah modern continuity i didn't i tried listen to that scene twice and i didn't follow it because i'm not that deep it's exactly how people talk about art i mean nate was trying to be deep that's how i read it when when brenda he says something about past, present, future. And I thought Brenda was going to say something like, oh, that's so deep and roll her eyes. But she didn't. I was disappointed because it was Brenda 1.0 would have talked shit. She did say something like, that's really comforting. Yes, she did. I wanted her to say, you're a dumb dumb for saying that. I also wanted to know if she was uncomfortable because she walked in on them sort of like canoodling. And a couple of times he touches her back, which I think is clear for him to make Lisa feel secure. But I would also think it would make Brenda feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Um. Sidebar, when he's saying, like, what if we just start from a different place? Um, that's the scene they chose for Peter Krause at the SAG Awards the next year. And remember, Brianna and I discussed, like, the Ruth scene was kind of like, what? Like, they could have chosen some really amazing acting or a shirtless scene, and they went with that one. So go figure, SAG. There has to be a reason for their choices. Lisa says, I wish we never had to leave. So what, now she feels comfortable with Brenda and Nate in a pyramid? From one scene to the next, she wants to be on, like, a desert island with just the two of them? Simone. She's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Claire's 
work has been purchased by Fifi such and such. <laughs> Rochdale. She quickly figures out that's Russell's porn name. And I just wrote, he's so disgusting. <laughs> I thought it was really sweet that he bought it and that he said it was going to be worth money in the future, that art's an investment. And that means he believes in her and him yeah. believing in her is much a much bigger gift than him spending $75 on this piece of art. And I think she recognized that too. I mean, at first she's embarrassed or insulted. I would be too. But then it's really nice that he believes in her to such a degree that he wasn't going to let her piece not be purchased. And he didn't buy it under his own name. He like constructed a whole deluge. Wow. She's obsessed with Russell all of a sudden. (laughs) Billy and Brenda are looking for their mom in the gallery. They can't find her, but Brenda's like, fuck it. She has a phone. She can call it. And the clickety clack sounds of their shoes when they were leaving the gallery makes me think of teachers walking down the hallway in clickety clack shoes. And I really enjoy that sound. That's all I had to say about that. You're welcome. Do you and Trevor ever play footsie the way Ruth and Arthur are? (laughs) I can't. I can't even. They're so gross. I can't watch them. Then they spoon and the glasses come off. He asks for permission. Might I remove my glasses? Please do. It's like the weirdest foreplay ever. I can't stand it. It's so, I can't watch it. (laughs) I did not enjoy it. I do not enjoy them together. I like Ruth. I don't like him. And I don't like them together. Sorry. Now we want to hear your hot takes because David and Keith are at the the club, which by the way is so, have I been to every gay bar ever? But no, I haven't. But like, it's so not believable because they're acting like, um, at one point, Patrick says, like, this bar is, like, such a free-for-all. No, it's not. Everyone's clothed. No one's dick is out. Like, I don't see any drugs. Like, this is not a free-for-all bar. This is, like, a very PG bar for the gays. Anyways, Keith is, like, ready to go again. He's cruising. You think that guy's David's not? David's talking about Lisa. David's thinking about, like, family dynamics, and Keith is cruising for extra dick. Yeah. The whole he, time. That tall guy, who's by the way, is not nearly as hot and definitely not as hot as Sarge. So then there's some negotiating about the rules and... They don't really have any ideas. David, the only one he can come up with is like maybe kissing is just between us, not anybody else. Keith's fine with that. And um, then David says, what about Patrick, his friend from the the chorus? And Keith's not into it. He thinks it's creepy for it to be someone they know. I agree. agree. With him. I agree. Um, but uh, he, he goes off to talk to the tall guy and Patrick and David talk. So, Simone, what do you think of this? So a few thoughts. First of all they just had therapy and talked about how they need to come up with ground rules or the therapist has suggest this. Now my take is like, you come up with ground rules before you go to the bar, not yeah. while you're in the bar. Also they've just had a threesome, right? So the fact that they're like the next bar they go to Keith is like, so let's do it again. Makes me think like, it makes me question the stability of their relationship because that's like, to me, I would think, and maybe I'm completely wrong. I would think it's like a one-off here and there, but not like ice cream. You don't have it every night. Yeah. But it's not something every time you go, you're like, okay, who's the next person we're going to hook up with? Am I wrong, Danny? I'm not a gay man. So I don't know. Because I have ice cream almost every night. He was the ice cream comment. He was the one. No, (laughs) I think you're right. Thinking of Simone's friends, um, very important scripture, men's are men's and women's are women's. Was that? That was my friend. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Brianna's friend. Sorry, my like coworker actually. Yeah. Men's um, are men's and women's are women's. Yeah, you remember that, Simone? Yeah, 
some chef or cook at Chevy's who just like the rules were different because simply men's for men's and women's for women's. Well, to your point, Simone, we're getting from this that for David, it is a one-off and for Keith, it's a anytime they can get it. Yeah. And so that makes me question the stability of their relationship. I think they're in different places in their relationship, but haven't they always been? Yeah. But are we all on the same page as Keith that Patrick would not be the right third? Yes. Yes. Definitely on the same page. Um, Brenda comes back home, which is Margaret's place where she's living. What's she see? Margaret and whatever his name fucking. Olivier. Margaret's having an ex- Margaret's Here's having my vaccine as but, Brenda comes in. Yeah. yeah, Olivier is just writhing and shaking. He's having a thunderous big O. He said, sorry, it was too late to finish. I also yeah. wanted to, uh, Patrick says he's not a gay, per, uh, gay bar person, and maybe that's a sad thing. And David said it was a happy thing for him. And I thought of you, Danny, when I... <laughs> when I heard that. So, uh, yeah, Margaret gross. Can I, can you imagine a mother and son, mother and son fucking the same person? Yeah. What a pair. And yes, the, there's the viewer can put the pieces together that she is having sex with someone that her son had sex with, but it's not actually verbalized, but wow. But she doesn't know that. Let's say, let's say Margaret, doesn't know, but Olivia knows that. And that is just. I think that's part of the appeal for him. He likes oh, fucking shit. Create some art about it for sure. And I didn't even think about how Billy felt walking into that. Billy didn't see it; just Brenda did. Oh, only Brenda walked in. She goes uh, over and stays at Billy's okay. later. I mean, she she referenced, so yeah. They discuss Maybe. it later in another a quotable quote. Um, the cuddling is over for Ruth and Arthur. At some point, he just kind of stops it. And she is so clearly disappointed that the date night ended without any penetration. You can see she's like left with old lady blue ball. She's like, what the fuck is going on? He's walking back to his room. Where's, I don't know what she expects from Arthur, but. Penetration did take place, however, in the next bed we hop to, which is three grown men sleeping in one bed. It's the morning (laughs) after the tall guy's getting out and making all this noise with his change and his keys. David, like they, David is awake, but pretending to be asleep. Like, I'm this, I don't know. It's so uncomfortable. This seems like a situation where if they did go through with it, the guy would come over and not spend the night. No. Right? He would go home. Yes. (laughs) At least make eggs in the morning like Sarge. But like, what is he still doing there? So it's so that you could get at least one naked butt shot. Danny, you're welcome. That was barely a butt. Two legs attached to a torso. (laughs) I feel sad for David in this situation. He clearly doesn't want to be in this sort of relationship and doesn't quite know how to navigate that. Nate and Rico are now at the funeral for Melinda, still making it about themselves, talking about um, people can be diluted about love. No one can change who you are. I like that. um, Yeah. I like it's depressing how diluted people are about love. And then he was talking, but then he goes on to basically say he doesn't think it exists, which Maybe it's just because I I do think Rico really loves Vanessa. And I do think you can see that in that scene between them. The same way when, like, we were talking earlier about uh, Lisa getting hit on versus Vanessa getting hit on and the way they feel jealous of their wives or whatever. Like, I do think whatever Lisa or whatever um, Rico and Vanessa have is, like, real. It's not about kids or external circumstances. And Nate is obviously not in that place, which is which is brought up time and time again in every situation with Nate talking about his family. It's sad. Then Vanessa's at work and her 
coworker is like, ah, Paxil? No, you should try Celexa. And then just free flows, pours pills into bottles very willy-nilly. Not safe. It's unethical. That's all I had to say about that. Yeah. I'm just trying to speed things along. I know Simone's on it. I know. Uh, So Brenda and Billy, Brenda wakes up at Billy. She spent the night there and he's like, um, she needs to go back and get her stuff. And he says, I can go for you if you feel like you've seen enough of mom's pussy. She says, can we talk about how beautiful Billy's place is? Oh, yes. Those windows. I know. And I thought about Brenda's place in the first season and how she had such an amazing place. I literally commented on the same thing in my notes. Like how do these people afford these homes? Because the lighting is beautiful. Um, yes. You know, I could do it for you. I could do it for you. You know, if you feel like you've seen too much of mom's pussy the last few days, who could ever see too much of mom's pussy? It's like a trip down memory lane. Is that what you wrote down, Danny? Verity. Yeah. She said it would be helpful if he did come and uh, help her and she's staying there temporarily. And then as she walks off screen says, I can't believe how much money I've spent fucking up my life. That was almost my favorite quote. That's a good one. (laughs) I thought you might like that one. If I weren't so cheap, that would have been better for me. I think my favorite quote was from the scene. I don't care if I, I don't, if I don't take, I don't take care of anyone else. So I'll be forced to take care of myself. Theoretically. Mm -hmm. I love that one. That was a good one too. Aww. Hi, cutie. <laughs> Glad she was there for us talking about P-U-S-S-Y. Um, <laughs> we're talking about a child. Olivier brought, bought Russell's piece and Russell, <laughs> his piece. Russell's very disturbed by it. Is it a head trip? Is it a lesson? And Claire's like, what, why are you so disturbed by what's going on? Her radar's um, going on again. It's well, the dynamic again, which means, you know, Russell bottomed. That's all I have to say. <laughs> well yeah so that made me question whether there's something between olivier and russell based on what happened between billy and russell or billy yeah. and olivier Olivier, yeah i think there is and i think him buying that piece is contributing to that dynamic it's, has it happened has it has it happened and have i not seen it no one has seen it it's only okay. been the vaguely alluded to okay okay and then in the final scene of the episode nate comes in and watches lisa sleep in a non-creepy way she fell asleep. Beautiful light again. Yeah, Maya was, you know, playing in her playpen nearby and she wakes up and he says he's happy to see her. And there's again, beautiful lighting. So it ends on an uplifting note. Have they started a this? Quiet, book? intimate mode. I think it seems, it's a nice yeah. moment. Yeah. Well. Quickly, Simone, we're going to go through our, we already said our favorite quotes. So our rating and our VIP. Do you yeah. want to go first? Sure. Claire is my MVP with maybe Brenda being my runner up okay and my rate you want my score sure i gave it a six Fair I, enough. Was, I thought it was a kind of boring episode <laughs> this, the bathroom scene might be the best scene in the whole thing i think um do you want me to go next annie why well, i want to can you just bid really briefly why claire's your mvp oh i just i kind of loved I just loved her. I mean, I know we only saw her in the art show sprinkled through the thing, but I just kind of loved seeing her, like her processing kind of herself in that show, in the art, like through the art um, show. I don't know. I just liked it. I thought she was like flawless. And I, like I said before, Brenda, I really enjoyed Brenda in this episode and just kind of seeing her in different, a different way. Yeah. Mike, me? You, you. My favorite quote was the one about the winter and depression, but there's a bunch of good ones in there. My rating is 7.2 out of 10 because I decided to be very specific. 
Um, and as I've said to Danny a couple times, I kind of go with my gut for who the MVP is. And I agree that I really liked Brendan this episode and I love Claire all the time. But for the second time, I've chosen Lisa as my MVP. And the only, not because I like her character, but because her acting is great. Like she's, you could tell she was relieved when Nate was like, actually, let's just be friends who fuck. And she's like, you could see her face was like full of relief. And <clears throat> when she's embarrassed in front of, uh, when she's terrified, when Brenda walks up to the cheese table, she looks terrified. Like she's an underrated actress. And even though her character is so icky and gross and she and Arthur should exit together, I feel like I can't deny that that's good acting. I agree. I have double MVP of Lisa and Brenda <laughs> or their scenes together, their chemistry, the different sides of Nate. Um, and I'm giving it a 7.5 because automatically it's got to have at least that if Margaret's in it. Um, I like the, the gay stuff is amusing. And um, I love it when something brings multiple characters together. Mm-hmm. Keith and Margaret doesn't get any better than that. Well, Simone, um, next time you come here, let's find Jessica and go throw a ball at Brianna's grandpa's house. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for being with us again. Any parting words of wisdom, ways to avoid um, COVID outbreaks in the USA? I have no idea, but thanks for having me guys. It was fun. Wilder. We'll talk what, about you every episode anyway, so it's only appropriate that you be here. Wilder, did you enjoy the episode? Wilder. <laughs> she walked out of the room just Any now. two cents from everyone's favorite 50 year old? Not this time. He didn't, he stayed up. He didn't even watch it with me this time. We'll we are, we're, watching it, we're watching it in order and listening to the podcast. So um, this one I watched on my own out of order twice. <laughs> well, we'll we have you back. Sacrifice. Yeah, we'll have you back soon. Thanks for making an opening in your schedule. 